good girl. Love the mess. I watch the swirl of smoke from candles burning. While Mary looked up yearning, I got confirmed and I confessed. I really felt that I was blessed. Plus, I love my uniform. So did the boy who lived next door. But something changed when I became of age. And all those things I thought were true, someday I'd break the big time. Hello and welcome to Digital Free Thought Radio Hour. Uh, we're on WOZO Radio 103.9 LPFM, live right here in Knoxville, Tennessee. Today is December the, the 5th, 2018, and it's 7 o'clock p.m. And if you're not listening at that date and time, then you're listening to a rebroadcast of the show or a podcast. I'm Dr. Five, and as usual, we have Wombat on the phone. Say hi, Wombat. Let's start. Let's go. I'm excited. There he is. And uh, in the studio with us, we have Eric, and he's going to talk to us about a special topic tonight, which only comes around about once a year. Uh, what's the topic tonight? The topic is Christmas. Christmas. And we'll Christmas. be talking about what, how it originated, why there's more than one version of Christmas, et cetera. Yeah, if we can get to all that stuff. Okay, very cool. Okay, Digital Free Thought Radio Hour is a call-in talk radio show about atheism, free thought, rational thought, humanism and the sciences and conversely we'll also talk about religion religious faiths god's holy books and superstition and if you get the feeling that you are the only non-believer in knoxville well you're just not there are several atheist free-thinking and rationalist groups that exist here in knoxville and we'll be telling you about them and how you can connect with them after the mid-show break also did you know that there's an atheist call-in television show here in knoxville did you know that one back um, well, I'll be perfectly honest with you. I This will come as a surprise. I don't know about the show. Is that crazy? That is crazy. We've been on the air for over eight years, <laughs> almost nine. No, it's don't very few people bad. know it. It's, it's on Community Access TV, so it's not like on your regular broadcast channel. But if you listen to uh, Comcast Channel 12 or Charter Channel 192, you can actually see it on the air right now. It, it's, um, it's on every Wednesday between 6.30 and 7.30. That's Comcast Channel 12, Charter Channel 192. If you switch over to it, you can catch the last half of it right now. But we don't want you to. We want you to stay where, where you are. You can always DVR it and come back to it later. And we'll give you more information about it a little bit later on in the show. And in spite of what Steve Martin would have you think, there are an awful lot of atheist songs out there, and you can hear some of them right here on this program and generally on the station as they are in rotation. Okay, Eric, you want to take it away and tell us uh, what you've got there about Christmas? Sure, Larry. Um, it's a story that almost everybody knows. Um, after they couldn't get a room at the local inn, Mary with child and her husband Joseph, not the father, decided that the Son of God would be born in a barn in Bethlehem. Now, that is the biblical origin of Christmas. And I thought since it's the holiday season that we should talk about that festival of festivals, Christmas. Now, uh, even though many religions and sects, including Buddhism, Hinduism, Judaism, Paganism, Universalism, Humanism, and African Americans celebrate holidays in December, none of them get quite the draw in publicity as Christmas. No. Uh, the now, biggest holidays. But, right. 
Now, many people don't realize how the Christmas celebration came to be the one we know today. Now, if you ask most Christians, when was Jesus born? They would probably say what? December 25th. That's right. But uh, most scholars believe if Jesus actually existed, they would put his birth in a warmer and drier climate. Now, since according to the New Testament, book of Luke chapter 2, the shepherds abiding in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. Now, the shepherds and their charges would certainly not be in open fields. Rather, they would seek shelter at night because it was the Especially cold in December. Yeah. Right. It's cold and raining. Mm-hmm. Yeah, scholars generally agree that it wasn't December 25th if Jesus was born, considering what uh, clues we have from the Bible, that it, w- it would not be December. Right, and there's another one. Uh, uh, also in the New Testament, book of, chapter, book of Luke, chapter 2, uh, Mary and Joseph went to Bethlehem. That's where Joseph is from. Uh, for the census and to be taxed. Now, Rome did not hold the census during the cold and rainy months to ensure as many people as possible would show up. Now, remember, they had dirt roads and no enclosed heated vehicles with snow tires. Yeah. So they wanted to make sure they, they did the census at a time that they can get most people to, to show up. Uh, okay, so why in the world do we celebrate the birth of Jesus on December 25th? Oh, I know, I know. <laughs> I know, too. It has more to do Let's with the solstice and, and paganism than anything else. Yeah. What about you, Wombat? Uh, we, it's, as far as I'm aware, it was a way to co-op already popular holiday times of other competing religions in order to make Christianity more palatable to a lot of people. Okay. Well, according to John F. Miller in the Oxford Encyclopedia of Ancient Greece and Rome, it all started yeah. with, it all started with a celebration of Saturnalia, which was an ancient Roman festival in honor of the god Saturn, which we still call we still use it for Saturday. It's named after that god. Right. Now, why would God create We did a show in this one time. Why would God create days of the week and name them after other gods? I have no idea. Uh, but anyway, Saturnalia was held on December 17th of the Julian calendar, and later it was expanded with festivities that lasted through December 23rd. Now, the holiday was celebrated with sacrifice, public banquet, private gift-giving, continual partying, basically a carnival atmosphere, and even masters provided table service for their slaves. Uh, in Northern Europe, uh, not exactly sure when it was started. I couldn't find this out before the show, but the Yule or the Yuletide was a festival celebrated on December 21st, uh, the winter solstice, shortest day of the year, uh, to celebrate the coming of the new year. Now, this celebration began with burning of the largest log, well, the largest log that could be dragged home, that is, and it and it burned for 12 days. Ever heard of the song 12 Days of Christmas? No. Uh-huh. Well, that's where, oh. they got, that's where they got the 12 days from. Hmm. Now, uh, this is a, essentially a two-week party with food and fun, and that's probably what got most Europeans through the long winter uh, because it was not exactly um, the comforts that we, that we know today. Uh, now, the majority of the livestock were also slaughtered at the beginning of winter to avoid having to feed them from human stores so meat was abundant. And uh, when Christianity essentially took over Europe in the 5th century, many refused to give up this pagan festival. And why would they? 
So instead of fighting with the pagans, Christians just placed the birth of their god right in the middle of the Yule celebration so that all the happy goings-on would eventually be about Jesus. Now, I think that they did spend uh, quite a bit of time fighting with the pagans. I think they just decided yeah. that it would be easier to convert them to their, their celebrations right. Right. than to continue to kill them. Right. Or, uh, or outlaw them, which we're, uh-huh. or, or fine them, which we're going to talk about uh, here in a little bit. Um, but why were the pagans celebrating it at that time? Why were the pagans celebrating the, uh, the yeah, festival? Yeah, their, their festival at that time of year. Because it was the beginning of uh, you know the new year. Right. Well, it know? was the it was the winter solstice. It right. was it was the time when the sun stopped going south. Every time it dipped, right. you know, and then came back up the next day, it seemed to be a little bit farther and farther right. and farther south. And it seemed like it was just going to continue, you know, back in the old folklore, right. uh, that it would just go on and and go forever. Right. But they found out through study of the stars and study of the sun and the earth that it would stop going south around December 23rd, and it would stay in the same place for about three days. Then it would start going back north again around 20, the 25th. And that's the uh, winter solstice, and uh, this is what they were celebrating. That was the whole reason for the celebration, that the sun was coming back. And we're not talking S-O-N. It's ah, <laughs> U-N. That the sun was coming back, and the new year was going to be reborn, and the spring was on the way, and it was very good reason for celebration. Absolutely, um, because you didn't want to, you know, like in Game of Thrones, you don't right. want to have a long winter. No, no. Uh, uh, well, again, those celebrations weren't exactly on December 25th, and no one claims right. that the Yule Festival or Saturnalia were the celebration of a god born to a virgin. I don't think Saturn was, was born and on the back, 25th to, the, to a and, virgin. And back in those days, we didn't have uh, leap years either, so the date could wander around right. and, and could move forward as, as the years progressed. Well, again, so why, was, you know, why did they place it on December 25th? Well, apparently the idea of God being born on that day via Immaculate, via immaculate Conception isn't an original one or even rare. Um, at least 10 other beliefs claim that their God to be born on December 25th. What? By a virgin, including Hermes, Hercules, I'm sorry, not Hermes, uh, Hercules, Buddha, Krishna, Horus. Oh, yeah, and all of these claims were hundreds of years before it was claimed that Jesus was born. Right, and that he was born, that they were also born by virgins? Like Hercules, uh, who was, it was Samson in the Bible, he was also supposed to have been born a virgin. And John the Baptist was also supposed to be born a virgin. There's, that is not unique, even in the Bible. Right. But these people that you're talking about were said to have been born on the on the solstice or around the solstice. Yeah, December. Well, uh, the, the information I got was born on the December 25th. So that's kind of where they got the idea. Uh-huh. But uh, you know, prior to Christian dominance in Rome, which eventually became the home of the Catholic Church. The sun god Mithra, also born on the 25th, apparently to a rock, <laughs> no, right. um, was being you're worshipped. you're not talking about I-R-A-Q either, a rock? <laughs> no, I'm talking about a rock. A rock, okay. A stone. Uh, but anyway, they were, uh, the Romans worshipped this god who was also born on the 25th. But by the 4th century, the church replaced the celebration of the sun god with the celebration of the son of God. Pretty slick, huh? Yeah, right. Oh, I love it. Yeah. Uh, 
Now, going, if you want to go back to the Yule Festival, as a symbol, the as a symbol that the celebrators could make it through the long winter, the evergreen tree was cut down and brought inside to and included in the celebration. Now, the reason is because this future Christmas tree uh, was able to seemingly be the only part of nature that was able to survive or at least not lose all its leaves right. through the long winter. Uh-huh. Um, also, uh, to further adapt this tradition, the first fir trees to be decorated were adorned with apples to symbolize the tree in the Garden of Eden and uh, the candles for the birth of Jesus. You know, this is the origin for Christmas tree ornaments and Christmas tree lights. Huh. Now, isn't, isn't there places in the Bible that say you shall not bring in a tree and and adorn it? I have no idea. Yeah, I believe there is. So it's it's kind of anti-biblical, but at the same time, everybody swears by it and, do, and does it. But uh, I guess we can't go there. I don't know the the specific chapter and verse. I'll try to look it up, though. Go ahead. Why don't you do that? Yep. Um, now, because the church adapted these holiday traditions, instead of making him Jesus' birth, let's say, around August... Now, they gave, also gave up the control, or perhaps it's better, to, more appropriate to say, to dominate this holiday. I mean, you look around the stores this time of year. Sure, you see a lot of, uh, you know, see a few angels, nativities, and other completely Christian symbols. But they certainly don't dominate the shelves. You've got sleigh bells, gingerbread houses, presents, candy canes, mistletoe, snowman, reindeer, and other countless non-religious symbols of our biggest holiday. Oh, yeah, and did I forget to mention the big guy that totally dominates this holiday? And it's not Jesus. Oh, right, it's Santa Claus. Right. And I'm still looking. Okay. Apparently it's Jeremiah, but I've still got to get the correct chapter and verse. Go for it. Okay. Well, you know, and this is kind of like the other big holiday that Christians celebrate. You know, long before... They, you know, celebrated the birth of Christ. Christians were only celebrating one thing, and that was the resurrection of Christ, because that was the important. Not that he was born, but that he actually rose from the dead. And when was the resurrection? Larry? Is that Easter? It was right. It's Easter. on Easter Sunday. Uh-huh. Well, when is Easter Sunday? Well, you got to, it's after the first, no, after the equinox, it's the first full moon on a Sunday after the uh, equinox, I think. Well, yeah, it was kind of a rhetorical question. Oh. <laughs> you know, does anybody know what day it will be in 2019 or 2020 without Googling it? No. Why not? Well, I assume uh, if Jesus rose from the dead that it was a sp- on a specific date, and that date would be extremely important. Now, why, did they record- why didn't they record it and pass it down from generation to generation? Well, I think it's because it was just a story. And usually when you tell a story, you don't give exact dates. Case in point, a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. Now, anyway, uh-huh. uh, why is Easter celebrated on a different day each year? Well, like Christmas, those darn pagans already had a big celebration at the time we now celebrate Easter. Uh, it was a celebration of the spring equinox, which you uh, talked about, yeah. which falls on the first Sunday after the first full moon after the spring equinox. Now, uh, again, the cycles of the moon have absolutely nothing to do with the resurrection of Jesus. But, hey, there's a major holiday this time of year, so let's make that about Jesus, too. Yeah. Again, mm-hmm. just like with Christmas, Easter is dominated with non-religious items like bunnies, 
eggs, and chocolate. Religion is really lots good. Lots and lots of chocolate. Chocolate is really good about hijacking good things in a society and calling it their own. Um, I did find the chapter and verse on this. Is Jeremiah 10, 1 through 5 says, Thus saith the Lord, learn, learn not the way of the heathen, and be not dismayed by the signs of heaven, for heaven are dismayed at them. For the customs of the people are vain. For one cutteth the tree out of the forest, and work of the hands with the workmen with the axe, and they deck it with silver and with gold. They fasten it with nails and with hammers, that it move not. And they are upright as a palm tree, but speak not, etc., etc. So they say, do not bring your uh, tree into the house and decorate it. But what do we do every Christmas? Even Christians. Bring in a Christmas tree, right. Yeah. Yeah. Because they can't, you know, people enjoy that part of Christmas so right. much. You know, they go, they, you know, you don't, you know, on Sunday, you know, the the Christmas Mass, that's not the verse they talk about. Right. He doesn't say, you know, you got to, you got to quit bringing, decorating a Christmas tree mm-hmm. because God saith. Right. Let me uh, give out the phone number here. We do have open lines. Anybody can call in and join the conversation. The number here is 865-333-5937. That's Knoxville, uh, 333-5937. Lions are open anytime you want to call. Okay, where were we? Well, we were talking about Christians uh, hijacking hij- the best things <laughs> that's in, one, in that's society. That's a word for hijack. I wrote an article. It's in, on my digitalfreethought.com. It's called uh, Religion Hijacks Everything. Yeah. So check it out. It's like uh, Christopher Hitchens' is his religion a book, Religion Ruins Everything. Yeah, yeah. You want to say something else? Nope. Okay. Um, as late as the 17th century, uh, in England, uh, Christmas time was more like Mardi, Mardi Gras or Carnival than anything that we celebrate this time of year. In fact, the peasants would go around to the upper-class houses and bang on their doors until they were granted food, alcohol, and other personal belongings. Now, I never really liked that part of the song, We Wish You a Merry Christmas. Uh, you know where the carolers demand figgy pudding or they won't leave? Well, uh-huh. that's where they got the yeah, idea. So it's almost like a punishment. We're going to come to your house and punish you until you feed us and make us go away. Well, that's what you know used to be going on in 17th century England at Christmas time. I mean, people would get really drunk and go around to people's <laughs> houses and, and demand that they give them their stuff, hmm. which is, you know, that's more like, uh, that's more, I guess it's more like uh, Halloween or Halloween. You know, people mm. going around. Maybe that was where they got that. I yeah. don't know. But yeah. going around, you know, demanding candy for what reason? Really? I don't know. I'm mm. in, I dressed up in a costume, and they used to dress up in, you know, uh, in costumes to do that. They 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 did dress up in costumes, um, but you know, it was kind of like the. I guess that one day out of the year, I don't want to compare it to the Purge, but <laughs> you know, the movie, the Purge. But uh, you know, I guess one day out of the year, they let uh, you know people just go absolutely crazy, and maybe that. You know, yeah. did it for them for the rest of the year. Yeah, Wombat, do you ever go caroling? I've done it once. I've done it when I was a little kid. No, I enjoyed kid? it. Not, not since then? No, not since then, no. Mm. Did you stick around and screech until they gave you something to go away? <laughs> <laughs> no, but it was still back when I was religious, and I had a fun time with it. Yeah. Um, I would say, you know, when you're in the religion, 
you don't see it as a thing that was co-opted as other people. Uh-huh. You see it as a thing that you just do with your friends. Oh, sure. Or, like, you see it from that ground level. Mm-hmm. So it's really interesting hearing, like, where it may have come from. I, I, I wonder how far back does that actually go? How far back does this history go? Because maybe the pagans borrowed it from someone else. And maybe the cavemen that the pagans pull it from had it from some other installation and so on and so on. Really interested in this. It's a great talk. Okay. Uh, listeners, if you know where it came from originally, give us a call. Three <laughs> More than happy to talk to you about it. And where are we now? Well, we were talking about uh, getting drunk and banging on people's yeah. houses and, yeah. and banging on people's an doors. Atheist, and that doesn't sound too bad. I mean, we should take that up as, a, as something that we can do. I mean, I don't know if that would fly well. Should really we start well. off to liquor it up or <laughs> demand liquor for as we go? <laughs> well, I think we would definitely have a warm place to sleep at night if we yeah. di- if we did that, Larry. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, you know, nice warm, uh, nice warm jail cell. cell. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, we can claim that hey, we're just you know following tradition, mm-hmm. but I don't think it's gonna I don't think it's gonna fly. Depends on the songs you sing, I guess. <sighs> I don't know. Uh, Anyway, uh, back at, uh, uh, oh, uh, 1652, right. Um, The Puritans in England managed to get rid of Christmas. uh, I'm sorry, they managed to get the Christmas Christmas observation outlawed as part of the religious reform because uh, because of the decadence and impurity of the holiday. And despite being illegal for most people, for despite being illegal, most people celebrate it nonetheless. In fact, uh, uh, four years after, uh, or four years of not celebrating this holiday, uh, official Christmas, um, those whose holiday was banned re- actually reinstated Charles II, uh, whose rule the Puritans deposed in 1645. Um, later Puritans outlawed it in, in American colonies in 1659, but this too eventually failed. Hmm. So it wasn't the Puritans who brought it back. It was the rest of the the uh, populace who who uh, were tired of doing without it and brought it back. Right. The Puritans. The Puritans we're still against were, it. Were, were, were absolutely against this mm-hmm. holiday, mm-hmm. and even though the, the 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 people in England were against the the rule of the king, it was like, uh, well, I can't live without. I can live with the king. I just can't live without a holo- without our Christmas holiday. <laughs> Yeah. Which is, you know, that's that's just major. Mm-hmm. Um, so they brought a king back over that. That's pretty cool. Right. Uh, you know, it seems as though uh, religious conservatives wanted to do nothing, wanted nothing to do with the celebration, uh, the celebrations that were going on this time of the year, but the majority wouldn't stand for it ending. Uh, religious institutions fought this holiday for years and eventually lost. So no. they uh, so they hijacked it. <laughs> well, they tried to. I mean, you know, mm-hmm. I guess the they, uh, they you know, get, or they get, uh, hijacked it or adapted it or whatever. Yeah. But mm-hmm. again, you know, people still get to party. They go to you know they go to you know Christmas parties at work, you know, and other parties, and very seldom does that ever talk. You know, uh, the talk ever get around to Religion. you know Jesus's birth. They're yeah. usually drinking and you know. Uh, Talking about Santa more than Jesus. Well, and talking and talking about other things they probably shouldn't, uh-huh. which probably has something to do with the alcohol. Anyway, uh, even though the, the, the far right insists, you know, you hear this on Fox News all the time, far right insists on making this holiday about their God, mm-hmm. I doubt they will 
ever try to ban the secular celebration again. And I don't mean, like, make it illegal, but forbid worshipers to celebrate this holiday with Santa, uh, partying, and all the other secular aspects of, of Christmas. Yeah. Um, and I know some religions forbid Christmas celebrations like Jehovah's Witness, but I think it's more of a request than a requirement because I knew some Jehovah's Witnesses and, you know, they, they snuck some stuff in. <laughs> they snuck it. some stuff in. They're talking about a secret Santa. <laughs> right, Exactly. <laughs> But, uh, you know, maybe those Christian churches should try to forbid again just to see what happens. You know, I mean, it is all about Jesus, right? Okay, or at least it is according to every religious sermon given during the Christmas service. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, churches. I triple dog dare you. <laughs> now, there's a great line from a Christmas movie, and it's got nothing to do with Jesus. Mm-hmm. I didn't see that movie. You didn't? No, I don't think so. Christmas Story? Don't, oh, you're talking about the little kid. That yeah, one, I thought it was a little dog there. Yeah. About. yeah. Yeah, I saw that one. Sticking his, tongue, sticking his tongue to the flagpole. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I've got a, a quote here talking about religion hijacking things. As Arthur C. Clarke said, one of the great tragedies of mankind is that morality has been hijacked by religion. Again, they, they first, when Christianity uh, was first introduced and like even Judaism was first introduced, they weren't uh, so much about creating a morale, morality system as they were about just getting you to follow the, the edicts of the God and the leaders of the religion. Um, they didn't care much about uh, weddings either, marriage. You know, nowadays it's a big religious thing that uh, one man, one woman is marriage. But, of course, in the Bible, it's anything but one man and one woman. It can be a man and a slave girl and his several wives and his concubines. And, and they, never, they never mentioned that, of course. But hijacking religion is one of the biggest things that was, is uh, usurping our, our sense of good and calling it religious. Uh, uh, Arthur C. Clarke said that he called it a major tragedy for mankind. And I agree with him, of course. Thoughts? I agree with what you just said. Wombat. <laughs> I agree. Okay. If you don't agree, the number is 865 We're going to have to go to a break here in a little bit. Any last things before we go to the break? I'm good. I could use a break. Wombat? I can use a break, too. Let's do it. Okay. Uh, this is Digital Free Thought Radio Hour. Uh, we're on Wozo Radio, 103.9 LPFM. That's W-O-Z-O Radio, live right here in Knoxville, Tennessee. And let's see if we can find the uh, the song that I was going to play. Uh, How about Oh Holy Night? Uh, no. <laughs> uh, here's Quiet Company. We all like Quiet Company, if you've heard them. This is called Set Your Monster Free. Daughter, I once thought that I had angels in my room. They were sleeping on my fan while I was dreaming of you. And daughter, I once had such desire to believe that our lives had been planned out. By an unseen deity 
That's 865-333-5937. And now, back to the show. 
Digital Free Thought Radio Hour. Simply the best. Hello, we're back. This is Digital Free Thought Radio Hour. I'm Doubter Five. Uh, in the studio with us, we have Eric. Say hi, Eric. Hi. Oh, he's so effusive. And on the phone, we have uh, Wombat. Say hi, Wombat. Ah. There he is. Okay. Uh, let's talk about the free thought groups that uh, you can join right here in Knoxville if you want to. Um, the Atheist Society of Knoxville is one of those groups founded in 2002. We're in our 16th year. ASK now has over 850 members, and you can find us online at knoxvilleatheist.org. Or you can go directly to meetup.com and search for Knoxville Atheist, or go to Google and type Knoxville in Atheist. And uh, you'll be able to find us there, I'm sure. It's just that simple. Also, you can join ASK in person by going to our weekly meetup, which happens every Tuesday evening at Barley's Tap Room and Pizzeria in the Old City, where you can get food, drink, and conversation. Everybody is welcome. That is, as long as you don't come to preach, proselytize, provoke, or punch. Thank you, Atheist Experience. Now, if you don't live in Knoxville, you can still go to Meetup and search for an atheist group in your town. Don't find one? Start one. Start one! That's right. Another large free-thinking group here in Knoxville are the Rationalists of East Tennessee, and they've been around for more than 20 years. RET has bi-weekly presentations and discussions held at the Pellissippi State Campus near Hardin Valley Road. Just go to rationalist.org and click on Upcoming Events. Then there's also the Sunday Assembly, which started in England a few years ago and now is spread around the world. It's a no-God church for those who no longer believe in gods, but still like the fellowship of a church-type gathering. In Knoxville, they only meet once a month, and that's on the fourth Sunday down, fourth Sunday down at the old uh, World's Fair site in the International Building. And it's potluck, so bring something to eat. Bring something to eat. That's... That's the old Baptist tradition. That's right. And many churches, I'm sure. Then there's the Secular Student Alliance, which, since school is in, they are in. They have got programs to give camaraderie and community to any free-thinking high school student or college student who would like to become involved in the free thought movement or who would just like to find other free thinkers to hang with. Everybody likes free, uh, like-minded friends, and atheists are no different. Earlier in the show, we said we'd talk about the Atheist's call-in TV show. Well, it's called Free Thought Forum, and you can see it every Wednesday between 6.30 and 7.30 on Comcast Channel 12 or Charter Channel 192. You can also watch it streaming online at that time at ctvnox.org. And you can find some of their shows archived on YouTube where a fan has been posting them. Just go to YouTube and search for three words, Free Thought Forum Knoxville. And if you're interested in becoming involved with the TV show or the radio show, just come to an ASK meeting or an RDT meeting and talk to us about it. You could be our next co-host or guest. Okay. That's how you got me, Larry. That's where I got you. That's right. Um, matter of fact, you were the first member of ASK, the first first one that showed well, up. I thought, you were the, I thought you were the first member, Larry. Uh, I was the organizer. But you're the, the first, first guest. You're the first, the first person that showed up. Yeah. And uh, after we play, after I placed placed the ad in the paper, yeah, and uh, it was good, so, so good. that was sixteen <laughs> years ago. Yeah, my Christian believe. wife told right. me about that. Well, she's like, you know what? There's other people. <laughs> like, no way. <laughs> right. Not like, in this town. She she can have her groups, but you can't have your group. Well, she did. She told me about it. She said, "Hey, check this out." 
Oh, well, cool. That's very yeah. nice of her. I appreciate it. It was nice of her. Yeah. She's still nice every once in a while. <laughs> it's like my wife and I. Uh, we, we had three years of happily married. Of course, we've been together for 10 years, but yeah. Ha, ha, ha. Well, I don't know about that, Larry. <laughs> okay, let's talk about the legend of Santa Claus. Uh, how did that happen? He just popped into existence one day in their folklore, and he's been there ever since? Yep. It's pretty. Uh, well, I was, uh, I was watching a, a biography about Santa Claus, and, you know, it started with, uh, with St. Nicholas, who was a uh, rich kid, or he's from a rich family, mm-hmm. and he used to do all sorts of, you know, miraculous things. Uh, You're talking about a saint like in the Catholic Church? Saint, well, saint? he was made a saint later. In the Catholic Church. In the Catholic Church, yeah. yes. But he used to do, I don't remember, but he used to do all these miraculous things. And uh, one of the things he did is, um, and this is kind of where they get the, uh, the, the stocking idea, hanging your stockings. Uh, there was a family and a girl who didn't have an, uh, a dowry. Didn't have, their, parents, their family was poor and they didn't have a dowry. And back then, if you didn't have a dowry... Uh, your daughter was, you know, if you couldn't marry your daughter off, uh, if you didn't have the money to marry your daughter off, uh, you got sold into slavery or prostitution. Well, anyway. Wow. That's harsh. Yeah. St. Nicholas, or at the time it was Nicholas, he found out about this, and he took some gold and dropped it in the girl's window. Well, the girl had her stocking hanging up to dry overnight, and... It went into the stocking. It went stocking. into the stocking. So she got to, uh, she got to have her money for her to get married, and uh, he did the same thing for her sisters. But that's, I, I started watching it the other night, and that's kind of weird. But this is available. Uh, biography about Santa Claus is available on YouTube. So it's the biography. Uh, the bi- biography channel did it. But uh, hmm. I, just, I thought just occurred to me. It says all these Protestants out there are celebrating Christmas and telling their kids about Santa Claus that they have a a fat magical catholic coming into their house and giving their kids <laughs> presents every every Christ- christmas i uh, just it's something that i never thought of growing up but um mm-hmm. you know you never think about it but if it's saint nicholas that's where it came well, from well again that's where it originated and again mm-hmm. I, I you know you know scholars talk about this stuff and and people you know offer evidence but you know stuff that's made up is it you know how do we know for sure that that's where it came from? Sure. Because, you know, I could say, well, my God, you know, uh, Jim, <laughs> yeah, he was born on the 25th of December, and and uh, he was born, you know, 8,000 years ago, which beats them all. <laughs> and he was born out of a virgin and or yep. born out of a... Uh, out of a teardrop from a, ba- I, you know, I can say anything. Out of the brain of Zeus. I mean, if you're just mm-hmm. making this stuff up, then you know, mm-hmm. you're just making it up. Right. But again, I think all of these legends have something to do with, you know, celebrations been going on for now. But sure. you know, now the Christmas holiday, you know, doesn't it, it doesn't you know we've adapted it. So I mean, I guess it's better than banging on doors <laughs> demanding mm-hmm. food. Yeah, but uh, well, if you go online and you do, if you type in origins of Santa Claus. Google will bring up a, a short little blurb that says uh, the origins can be traced back to hundreds of years to a monk named St. Nicholas. It is believed that Nicholas was born sometime around 280 A.D. in Patera near Myra in, in Turkey. 
Uh, much marred for his piety and kindness, St. Nicholas became the subject of many legends. I'll say there's about as many legends as there are people to tell them. <coughs> Excuse me. Wombat, any words on Santa Claus? I always thought that, okay, so I was under the impression that Santa Claus was based off of a, like, a, a real story. Uh, wasn't he, like, Tim Allen for a little while? And he had, like, his son, and, you know, he, 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 if, if he believed and he turned into Santa Claus. You told me that didn't actually happen. I, I couldn't make that out. Uh, did you hear it? I heard a cat meowing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. That's just a like, cat who thinks it's a dog. My favorite, uh, can you guys hear me now? Is this better? Yeah, it's just not very clear. We're about the same level as you were, but it's just not as very clear. Um, Let me try this. Can okay. you hear me now? Is this any better? That's better. Can you try to say what you were saying a second ago? Maybe we can make it out. Yeah. I'll I fix it in post. <laughs> My favorite version of Santa Claus is definitely uh, the Tim Allen movie, Santa Claus. And I was just saying how he does he gets no credit whatsoever, yet he was in probably what is arguably the greatest Christmas movie of all time. Yeah, I liked it. It was very good. Which one was that? Tim Allen. Uh, it was like The Santa Claus. Oh, The Claus. Santa Claus, yes. Yeah. yes. Mm -hmm. The Santa Claus, yes. And he's got a new one coming out. It's out this winter. Oh, uh, nice. Like Santa Claus 2 or something. Uh, but something like that. Yeah, it's supposed to be pretty good. Of course, it's, it's brand new, so I really haven't talked to anybody who's seen it. But I will. It's one of the kind of movies I like to see. Well, I was, you know, did you did you grow up with uh, believing in Santa Claus? Later? Oh, yeah. Yeah. What about you, uh, Wombat? Uh, for a really brief period of time, and then I was just fine. My, I knew my mom was always Santa Claus to an extent, like, or at least she worked very closely. With Santa Claus, <laughs> oh, really? I was always I kind of yeah. <laughs> did you wow, see her kiss, kissing Santa Claus one night or something? And write a song about it. No, her? it was just she was she was always very scared of people knocking on her doors and and she would not let anyone come in to give us toys. I knew that for a fact. So uh, she had a very secure home, so everything was good. So I knew Santa Claus had no way. Plus, uh, she grew up without attending. So, like, what are you going to do in that kind of situation? Expect him to come through central heating? We knew there was, we knew if he came to us, then we can stick to us. Yeah. Well, like the Santa Claus movie, one just magically appears, right? But, you know, hey. Right. That's why it's one of the best ones. Right. And then, you know, people, you know, the religious, you know, right, they, you know, think, well, you know, yeah, Santa Claus is fine, but this is, you know, this is about, you know, this is about Jesus. Well, Jesus is magical, too. Right. I mean, all the stuff that he does is magic, and that's what Santa does. And people say, you know, it's like, you know, I've I've gotten into discussions before, and it's just like, well, you can't, you know, you 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 just have to have faith. And I said, well, and I'll, I'll always bring them inevitably, always bring up, what about Santa Claus? And they usually say something like, well, if you don't believe in Santa, you don't go to hell. <laughs> God. You're you're yeah. right. You so don't go to hell. You just get a piece of coal in your stocking. So they but, believe in it like a, a fire insurance belief. I mean, but there's just as many movies you know movies and songs about santa claus than there are about you know uh, christ and 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 you know uh, jesus uh, i mean i just you know it's it's just as believable a story 
as the 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 birth yeah. of, of of Jesus. Yeah. Well, let me get your take on this. Do you think that parents should tell their kids about Chris about Chris Kringle or Santa Claus, or do you consider that lying? Well, it, it's absolutely lying, but I don't know. I had you know I grew up uh, you know believing in 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 that part of the magic, mm-hmm. and I also grew up believing in you know Jesus magic. Right, um, I did too. But, both uh, of them, <laughs> and I don't think either one of them ruined my life. Uh, you know, I just came to the realization. Uh, well, of course, my parents told me about Santa, but I came, you know, to the realization of Jesus on my own, and I didn't feel portrayed because, you know, I, I understand why people do it. Okay, I understand why you know they, they, some people need something to you know feel not so alone in this universe. Or in the world, I mean, they—it's—it's helpful to have a you know imaginary friend. Uh, you know, many kids you know have imaginary friends, but you know it's helpful to have that imaginary friend there that's that's you know always there for you and and apparently can do stuff for you. So I, I don't think you know I don't think uh, uh, you know the the you know kids you know you know having kids. Uh, uh, believe in Santa, you know. And may, you know, I'm not a psychologist, but I don't think you know belief in Santa that shattered. <laughs> no, I don't think <laughs> later on. I don't think it's gonna. I, I don't think, think it's gonna. I don't think it'll go far as, as far as shattering a child's life or anything. But I think it does uh, represent a uh, break in honesty between the, the the parent and the child. Yeah. I mean, uh, if you if you tell them this this thing about Santa Claus for like five years, and then you come around right. and say, you know, I said that about Santa Claus is not really true. You know, what they're going to look at you and say, why did you tell me that? Why why what else are you not telling me? Why are why are you trying to keep this a secret? You know, it's just to me, it would be if you're going to be honest with your children, you should be honest with your children, like all the way through childhood and into adulthood. You know, just give them as much truth as you think they can handle at the time, but don't lie to them. <laughs> uh, how many kids do you have, Larry? I have no kids. <laughs> <laughs> okay, there you go. How, how about how many kids do you have? I have a cat. Yeah, he has a cat. I've got dogs and cats. You got dogs and cats. Well,. <laughs> I never changed a diaper in my life. I'll put it that way. <laughs> well, I've changed many diapers, yeah. and uh, you know, my my kids—that's uh, what they grew up believing. And again, mm-hmm. they, when I talk to them about religion, you know, they've 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 brought up Santa before, and it's like, you know what? And just I, this is the same thing I tell them with religion. It's like, you know what? You know, I'm tre- I'm teaching you kids to realize, you know. Uh, uh, that not everything that somebody tells you right, is true. Right. Realize you, you need to realize what's what what's BS and what isn't. Okay. You need to realize. I mean, you need to to, to look at something and say, does this you know is this possible? Does yeah, this but, make sense to but me? But should the lesson last five years? I mean, you could tell them you know on Tuesday and then tell them on Wednesday that it was a lie, and then they haven't spent five years trusting you when they shouldn't have. Is that a well? And then you have to explain to them and again. Yeah. Yes, for everything else, and I, and I don't know. I, I just, yeah. uh, I, you know, I tell them, you know, I, I'm gonna let you make up this, make up your mind whether it is or not, okay? But you know, and when I do talk to them, it's just like, you know, listen, every gift that you've gotten has been from us, mm-hmm. okay? You know, I mean, if you want to continue, I mean, there's all these movies and everything like that, and it's the feeling of Santa's. It's just, I, I don't know, it's just a nice feeling, I guess, mm-hmm. and that's the feeling I got when I grew up, and it's just like, you know what? I'll let you make your your mind about you know 
about these things that can't be proven, but you know many people believe in. Right. Uh, you know, it's enti- It's up to you to to figure it out and see what it is. But uh, but yeah yeah I guess I guess I'm a liar. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're you're a trickster anyway. Um, well, yeah. For, for doing that, but um, you know, I would be tempted, you know. But at the same time, it's just something I've thought about a long time and over the several years that I've been alive. And I don't put a lot a of emphasis. I don't. I, I don't. I don't emphasize it a lot. But you know, there's always someone under the tree, and you know, I, I just you know, if they ask questions about it, I I always say, "What do you think?" Okay, mm-hmm. you know, you got to decide whether this guy can make it around the world, make a toy for everybody. Mm-hmm. That's something you got to decide for yourself. And you also have to figure out why Santa Claus seems to like rich kids better than poor kids. Well, yeah, et Watch, watch uh, Polar Express. Yeah. yeah. Oh no. He always, he always forgets him. Yeah. You were going to say something there, Wombat? Oh, Polar Express is one of the worst Christmas movies of all time. Worst? <laughs> Why do you say that? Yes. It is the uncanny valley for the next hour and a half of the left. It is what? It's what? Coming. The uncanny valley? Yes, sir. What's that? DJI I'm, I'm Hanks. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. You're talking about just the graphics. Oh, yeah. Just yeah. couldn't hold up back in the time when we came out. Mm. Just oh. terrifying. Yeah. Well, we enjoy it every year. <laughs> <laughs> I like to watch that one on Christmas Eve. Yeah. A lot of, you know, I'll go online and uh, I, I visit a lot of atheist forums and, you know, atheist versus Christmas, I mean, Christian or atheist versus believer. And so many people will ask me, you know, do you celebrate Christmas? And I say, yeah, but it's not the Christmas you celebrate. Right. You know, I celebrate the, the the lengthening of days, the winter solstice, the the camaraderie that you get by getting together with your family, uh, sharing a good meal with them, the exchange of presents, none of which were original to Christianity. These are pagan traditions. And uh, they, they always come back, no, no, it's Christianity. But they obviously haven't done the research like I have. And they they just haven't come to that conclusion, I guess, or come to that realization, I guess I should say. Do you think people should celebrate Christmas or the you know this time of year? They the should celebrate in the midst of winter. They should celebrate for any darn reason they can come up with, right? Um, at any time they want to uh, celebrate uh, their community, uh, having food to eat and a place to live, and uh, com- you know just in other words, any time to party is a good time to party. Right. But when you have something like the shortest day of winter and the days will start getting longer again, and by the way, it's true, if you, if you uh, don't realize it, within three weeks, the days will start getting longer again. So that's reason to celebrate. They want, you may not see it right away because it's just going to be a few minutes a day, but just the knowledge that, that spring is coming and it's gonna get, the days are going to get longer is, is definitely worth getting together and celebrating. Yeah. Well, it causes some, you know, for some people, it causes problems. How's you know, that? The, the, you know, increased alcohol. Thinking about, you know, if you don't, if you don't have somebody at Christmas, oh, uh, a big yeah. part of your person in your life, you know, uh, you know, it, it can kind of. And again, the days are getting shorter. Uh, you know, and and people, you know, can't get depressed around this time of the year. Sure. It's just like, uh, you know, that's a, but. You know, I guess like back in the, you know, when they celebrated Yule, it's what got them through. It's like, hey, you know, let's party. 
because you know winter's you know winter's here and we've got to you know hunker down through it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we might as well make merry while it happens. But again, a lot of people, you know, they do uh, you know like fundraisers and stuff and and do stuff uh, like toy drives and stuff at Christmas, mm-hmm. toys for tots, things like that. But uh, you know, especially if you're a Christian, shouldn't this stuff happen throughout the year? Right. I mean, I, 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 they do, but they just it just doesn't get quite the you know they don't have you know you don't see these uh gift christmas trees and you know i just noticed that uh um uh a couple of grocery stores they were they have got the ten dollar bags that they put together and you can buy one of those for them you know i mean those things should be out uh you know non-perishable they should absolutely be out all the year Mm -hmm. because people need to eat more than just christmas Mm -hmm. uh you know, absolutely. I mean, this should be happening, you know, all year round. And you got to, you know, you, you know, fight. I mean, the day after Thanksgiving, I mean, geez, I mean, people fighting and, 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 and you know, Breaking fighting in line. Families. And, no, no, no. I mean, I'm talking about the, the Friday after Thanksgiving. Oh, you're talking about shopping, Black yeah, Friday. I mean, Black Friday. I mean, mm-hmm. it's just this, this mad dash to buy as much stuff as you can. Yeah, capitalism. I mean, and, 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 you know, give it to people, but, you know, it's just, you know, you'd think with, that Christians would, would have a serious problem with this because they're, they're all doing it not to celebrate the birth of their God. They're doing it to, you know, buy a, get a 50-inch uh, television for 200 bucks. Mm-hmm. That's got nothing to do with Jesus. Right. Uh, well, one bad, uh, how do you celebrate Christmas, and why do you celebrate Christmas, and do you? Mm, so my mom was a witness, and uh, we don't celebrate the holidays. Um, so as a result, when Christmas comes by, it sort of feels like it's it's just like a really merry time where you see a lot of cool things happening around you. Uh, and of course, you can, hang out. you can hang out with your family. You can talk to them. You can you can share. I mean, you can always. I always buy my mom a present she needs it, or my sister a present or whatever, and she's sending me stuff too. But it's never been something that you know, where you have to, like, go through the very traditional things where you have to get eggnog, have to listen to this music. You sort of just let the day come and go and, and just continue appreciating being alive. And, and for me, like, every day is a holiday. And there's no, I don't need a reason to have a good time with my family or enjoy the people that I love. You don't need a special holiday. You don't need to wait for that. There's Amazon. You just get whatever yeah. you need. Yeah. And there's phones. You can talk to whoever you want, whenever you want to talk to them. And just enjoy life as it comes. That's totally the way I've been about it. Very commendable. Um, it's it's good when you can. Of course, a lot of people can't go to Amazon. They simply don't have computers or or, or money to spend. But um, this is a good time if, uh, of year to show uh, charity and generosity to your fellow man, no matter who they are, if you, if you have the wherewithal. Uh, the Atheist Society of Knoxville is getting together um, canned foods and... Um, uh, whatever else we can for a, a project. I don't know much about the name of the project. Um, I need to have somebody on, from the from the committee on who knows more about it than I do. But they're doing. Uh, uh, you should have them on next week. Yeah, maybe we can uh, to do something for the poor in our neighborhood. Yeah. Well, before I know we're uh, it's we got about five minutes, right? Four minutes. Four, Four minutes. minutes. Well. You know, I, I, you know, I still, I mean, I, I call it Christmas, but I still enjoy doing it, even though it's got nothing to do with, you know, religious symbols. I like the, there's a, <laughs> there's a good line from a movie, from a good movie called Good Night and Good Luck. It's when, yeah. uh, 
It's when uh, Edward R. Murrow was talking to uh, a producer, Saved Mickelson, about uh, uh, when they were going after McCarthy, that they the advertiser wouldn't wouldn't advertise the show, so they had a so Edward R. Murrow had to uh, get with his producer and split the bill for the for the airtime, and it was three thousand dollars back then. Wow! And he told uh, Sid Mickelson, who was uh, played by Jeff Daniels. That uh, well, that's okay. Uh, Fred Friendly, who, who uh, was played by uh, George Clooney, said uh, he just won't be able to buy uh, Christmas for his kids this year. And <laughs> Jeff Daniels said, Jeff Daniels said, uh, Fred's Jewish, and and uh, and Edward R. Murrow said, uh, well, don't tell him that he loves Christmas. Yeah, and that's kind yeah. of the way. I mean, I don't, mm-hmm. I'm not a religious person, but you know, I still love Christmas, and I love what's part of it. But, you know, instead of demanding that this holiday be about Jesus, and I, and I use the, the thing about Jesus because you don't hear people celebrating Kwanzaa or Hanukkah uh, or the other holidays saying, well, this, has got, this is about our religion. This is about our beliefs. Okay, this whole holiday season is about ours. But instead of this demanding that they be about Jesus, why don't we just accept and appreciate that everybody can celebrate the holidays right. however they like? Right. Tolerance toward your fellow man. And fellow religion, for that matter. Um, Wombat, final words? I agree, and I wish everyone a happy holiday. Thank you. Happy holidays. And for my part, as usual, uh, don't worry about going to hell, because everybody's going to somebody else's hell. Time to worry about it is when they prove that there's hells and heavens and souls. And until they do that, don't sweat it. Just live the life you know you got, then make it a good one. This is Doubter 5, and Eric. And Wombat saying, can you say bye, Wombat? Bye, Wombat! And we'll see you next week, Wednesday, 7 o'clock. Take care. Free Thought Radio Hour. Simply-